ready? Yes. Okay. First, we're going to take five min minutes to get into presence. Do I listen? I expect that you've already done two five minutes mm -hmm. already. So this is the third five minute session. What? So let's get out of pre let's get out of unpresence and get into presence. Let's see. All right, I'm moving towards presence. Oh, I'm in presence now. <laughs> nor, nor was nor was the, the boomerang shot that got me into presence. Excuse me, Duke. Now we're gonna sit in five minutes. Now, do you want an example of duality, which is this is the negation of? Okay, so you believe something, which is not you, but you know, the head, that you're out of presence, let's say. So now you're going to go into presence for five minutes. <coughs> now, you do three sessions for five minutes a day. That going into presence is reinforcing the idea of 23 hours and 45 minutes out of presence. Yeah? There is no possibility you and I can get can be in or out of presence. It's we are presence. Yeah. So basically, it's sort of like the car thinking it has a choice to get out of the car. The car is the car. Yes. So this whole idea, this message, is very. Uh, its potency is that it disarms you. It doesn't. It's not a call to arms. It's not a recognition that we're on rung one to the ladder of enlightenment and we have to get to eight more rungs. It's about, it's like kicking the ladder, you know, kicking the ladder aside and just recognizing what's going on now. If you actually look, it's an insane idea that we live seemingly under that we're out of a moment. It's insane. And the only thing that would drive you wanted to be in the moment is a fallacy that you're out of the moment. So here we are reinforcing the out of the moment because we're given everything all the meaning it has. Yeah. So let's say everything is neutral. We make up in and out, close and far, connected, disconnected. Yes. So we have a desire to go here and that desire to go here has a desire, which is that, you, that you're getting out of another here. Yeah. Now, usually we only see the, the moving towards something. We don't see the moving away. But if the moving away is a mistake, that which you're attempting to move away from isn't real, that mistake is going to migrate into your idea of a solution. So the moving towards the truth, if you are the truth, is a reinforcement that you're not the truth. You see? It's a trip. You watch it. If you see it, it's like a, it's like a, looking at a huge amount of math problems. And then there's a principle that you can see every 60 math problems. There's a, there's a principle in there. The whole thing is based on the primary number one. And so you go here, here, here. And then what would happen if the primary number is zero? Then the whole math is seen differently. You don't have to change the equation. You just change the primary number. Yeah, it's zero. And then zero makes complete sense. And then you break out of like a mental math logic that we're in, which is 
we believe we're something that we're not, and that something that we're not now is lending this false evidence to other things and making them false evidence. So there's this belief that we can be out of a moment when we are the moment. Yeah. We are what's recognizing things. We're it. Yeah. So this whole assumption that we're out of the moment gets taken just for granted, very rarely gets looked at. And then there's desires to get into the moment. And then there's a lot of rivers that there'll be people standing by selling you water. Yeah. There'll be a lot of rivers where you were right at that there are going to be people selling water at. And it's going to be even crazier. There's going to be people standing in the water selling water. Yeah. This is what happens because we believe something that isn't true and that not trueness gets lent to a lot of other things to the point where we're trying to get out of what we're not in and we're trying to get into what we're not out of. Yeah. So I'm trying to get into a moment that I've never been out of and I'm trying to get out of something that I have never been in. I am not a long lasting, independent, separate, finite thing. I did not start at the moment of conception and I'm going to end at the moment of death. Yeah, there's an appearance that seemed to I wasn't even there. Seemingly, I don't the only the earliest memory that seems to encompass anything is three years old or something I could. Who knows what was going on, but there's a story that I was born and that I'm constantly moving towards death yeah, or decay. But there was a great Zen master, his name was Bankyo. He used to concentrate his whole message on the idea of the unborn, yeah? So what were you 10 minutes before you were born? Yeah. And then you start seeing, well, maybe I'm not something that begins and ends. Yeah? And then maybe I'm not, period. <laughs> <laughs> And then suddenly, all of these requirements and considerations, conditions that I think you've muted yourself, Paul. All right, can you hear me now? You haven't heard this whole thing. Oh, well, this is why you should come to live meetings. Wow, well, Flying like a live a beautiful, beautiful nuggets coming. Yeah. But what we were just sharing about this, the misunderstanding that promotes more misunderstanding. Yes. So the the. And tell me, give me a sign if I'm, uh, if you can't hear me yet. So, so, all right, simple. We talked about that thing that someone brought up a, a week or so ago, which I have not, I don't care who said it, but this idea of taking five minutes, three times a day to sit in the presence. Yeah. And that in the dualisticness of mind, that five minutes of being in the presence, is really reinforcing the idea of 23 hours and 55 minutes being out of the presence. 
Yeah. This is the importance of the position of neutrality. Yes. Yes. So the idea of moving towards something is given a relevance to what you're thinking you're moving away from. And if, if, if the fact that what you are, yeah, without knowing it is what you're trying to move away from, which would be called all you're seeking to go towards something like the truth or whatever your authentic self, but in fact was a moving away from what we are, yes? Seeing that, what would happen? There would be a day of reckoning. Maybe at that moment, the movement towards trying to find the truth would stop and the recognition you are the truth would be available, yeah? But they seem to sort of go hand in hand. That one movement towards knowing the truth needs to stop so that there's a finding out you already are that which you're looking for, yes? You can't use the looking for to find it, except after the looking for collapses and its failure is what succeeds, yeah? You've looked so freaking long, so hard, you've blamed yourself pretty much for all the failures. Like I should have met it, stay, I should have went on a four week retreat. I should have kept my, my puckers right on that guy's big toe when I was kissed from the feet of the master. I should have walked more than 108 times around the statue, maybe double it, 216 times. And then it would have worked, yeah, but no. This is the idea we have in recovery. It's a same, insane idea. You're confronted with all this evidence, something hasn't worked, and your conclusion is, but if I only could manage better, it probably would. <laughs> but all the failure has been produced by your attempting to manage, but you sort of push that away and say, I bet you if I only did it better, it would work. No, in this situation, if this message is based on truth, which is non-duality, which is not an affirmation, it's a negation of an activity that we represent, you and I right now, are representing duality. We think the object is the subject. You can't be more dualistic than that. So non-duality negates us, really, the us that we seem to be. Yeah? And in that negation, you stop using what you're not to try to find out what you are. You see what you're not from what you are because you already are that. That's the premise. You want to argue with it? Go find fucking Bodhisattva or something. Because I didn't bring it up. It was just, re it was introduced a very similar way to me, which was satsang. I had done a lot of shit, probably that helped, who knows. And I, I, I heard what some of the people were saying and it landed and it caused pauses that, uh, turned into states, really. The pause wasn't just a momentary stop and then it was a hiccup and it just went on. There was a momentary stop and then the seeming uh, passenger of all the vehicles sort of woke up and started looking <laughs> at the vehicles and then a doors appeared. Hey, I'm not the vehicle, I can get out. <laughs> it happened in, in the terminology of recovery from alcohol and drugs. It happened as being convinced self, this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, yeah? Self is imaged as a body, but that's not what it represents. It represents, it represents ownership. It represents when there's a thought, I'm the thinker. 
when there's a feeling, I'm the one who felt it. When there's a doing, definitely I'm the one to do it. And all that claiming of doership and thinkership is imaged in, as a body. Yeah, so that brain can constantly go back to you and remember you as a body. And then it can think about you as a body. Because you couldn't remember you, let's say, as an inorganic uh, energy. Yeah? How would you say, oh, there I am in Hawaii three years ago. <laughs> like, there you've been all the time. You couldn't say, there needs to be an object for it to obsess over. Yeah? And the obsession isn't about the body. It's what the body represents, which is doer, thinker, feeler, taster, seer, hearer. Yeah. So if you look at a common starting point, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, seer, hearer, feeler, uh, taster, doer, whatever, yes? One is essential, the other isn't, yeah? There can be tons of seeing without a seer, but there can't be any seer without seeing, yeah? So if there isn't seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching going on, there's definitely not gonna be the arising of a hearer, a feeler, a taster, a toucher, yes? Obviously. So which is more essential, the seeing? Look at the head, what's more essential, the seer. What more do you need to know? Yeah, it's like that, I, that story you used to tell about that, that alien race uh, got a grant to go for 10 years to earth and study us. And so they leave and they got all their equipment, they land in America, they call up their mother planet in five minutes and they go, hey, we learned all we need to learn about this society, let's go, we're going home. And he, what do you mean? He says, well, any society that puts profit over the health of citizenry is insane. Why do we need to compound? <laughs> Why would, we're really, you know, there's no point, let's go. So here's the thing, you start seeing stuff and things fall. The idea of the seer falls and seeing continues. The idea of the doer falls, yet there's doing going on, yeah? And now suddenly there's a seeing or a rearranging of a logic, and now the noun isn't preceding all the verbing. The verbing is what's going on, yeah? And I'll tell you, uh, a little bit of that new inf influence goes a long way here to allow this to travel lighter, because this, can produce traveling lighter. This produces traveling heavy, yeah? But there is a possibility of travel lighter as this when you see you're not this, I'll tell you the truth. And in a weird way, you're more of an individual when there's a realization you're not an individual. It just happens, yeah? And actually, you start feeling a whole lot more, hearing a whole lot more, or let's say not, It's not hearing more, but there's a, there's more hearing, let's say, yeah? There's just something goes on where, like even after a talk like this, when we go have coffee, it's the best, best latte I ever had, or if I have a croissant, it's the best croissant, and like the first croissant I've ever had, yeah? The taste is so good, and then the sound of the wind and everything, and all this stuff gets amplified, yeah? Why is that? I'm not looking to do that, but it's an effect, yeah? What, do you, what is the effect based on a losing interest in this mental idea? 
Can the mental idea lose interest in itself? No, it can't. If it attempts to lose interest in itself, that's interest in itself. But there can be a great loss of interest in self when you see it's not you. It's just that simple. Just like, you know, if I'm interested in another person in this other room and I'm thinking I'm going to meet them, we're going to have babies and everything like that, and I'm supposed to be doing a talk, but I'm rarely, the interest and attention is more drawn to that because that seems to be a lot more important than this. And then people notice I don't seem to be here, so they say, hey, Paul, you're supposed to be here now. <laughs> I hear them, but the interest is there. And then I find that the girl finally says something about who she likes, and I'm thinking, all right. I like Paul, and then I'm going to, you know, accidentally bump into her after the talks. But she says, I like Matt. As soon as I hear it's not about me, I lose interest, right? I do. The, I don't have to send a Navy SEAL 16 to get the interest attention. It just comes right back like a fucking yo-yo. <laughs> the same thing with what's happening in the head. If you held thoughts as just thoughts, you wouldn't be so affected as you are with my thoughts. It's just that simple, yeah. Because your thought doesn't bother me at all. But the same thought held as mine could bother me, eh? What is it? Is it the thought that bothers me? No, of course not. The thought is used, but something is what gives it the meaning, which is the mind, yeah? There you go. My thoughts, yeah, we used to do it all the time. Money, my money, all right. Money, I wish everyone here to have a lot of money. My money, I don't want any of you to have my money. So I didn't change the word at all, but I changed the meaning by what comes first. Is it, is, are you coming first? Are there problems or are there your problems? Yeah. Is there seeing or is it you see? If it's you seeing, it's not seeing anymore. You're missing that. It's a seer, it's a story. And then the seeing will reinforce the seer from then on, yeah? So if you see you're not the seer, then the seeing gets in. So now you're living, now you're awake to being awake instead of a seer to being awake. Can you hear me now still? No? Yes? All right. Yeah. So that's the message in a way. And I found talking to people about it doesn't go anywhere. Because just like I used to work with a guy in recovery and I, we'd be talking and I'd tell him something and he would go, I know, I know, I know. And I'd say, well, if you knew, you wouldn't be here talking to me. <laughs> so I said, wait a minute. You know, so how to get around, I know. Yeah. Maybe don't know, and then you'll find out. So this message will land or not. If it doesn't land, far out. Because trying to do something that can't be done is going to fail you. And that's how it's going to have value. Yeah? A lot of people come to the conclusion they don't need to go to a meditation retreat because they've gone to 20 meditation retreats. They've hit a point where a guy just shared here the other day, he went to another retreat to find out he doesn't need to go into a retreat. It was valuable, yes? Yeah, so, hey, come on in, Nick. 
Yes. One of the lost souls of Zen bitch stuff. Yeah, so um, this is the second hour. The people that we were talking to today hadn't heard much about this idea. It's just an idea until it gets past that which has ideas. Yeah, then it's something else. And it's in the hearing of it, not the hearer of it. So whatever works for you. Some people like other, some people uh, are more attuned to someone with, you know, loving gazes, clear, a lot of taking time and breathing. I found you wanna overwhelm the system. I do not want the system to have a, a break to regather and then keep being the hearer of the message. I wanna just overwhelm it so something gets through and that egg gets conceived and therefore that's my job. I mean, a lot of people call me supposedly after the fact, I got nothing to say. They're talking about, oh, yeah, this, my job's done. I'm like St. John. I'm gonna get my head chopped off at the end of it. <laughs> I'm just giving you a message, that's all. I have faith in it and I have faith what it, what, uh, what it affords or, or avails us of because you cannot set out on a course to lose interest. It's gonna be interest in you, just the way it goes. The system isn't stupid. It has a lot of fail-safe mechanisms. So its idea of getting out is a bigger in, because if you try to move away from it, you've given it a reality, yeah? If you make it a, a foe and an enemy that's gotta be vanquished, it seems to grow bigger in stature with more superpowers. And we don't see our role in it. We're giving it all the meaning it has. This, a cloud, if you're on the sun side, a cloud cannot block you off from the sun. If you're on the sun side, the cloud cannot block you off. Thing You have to believe you're on this side for the cloud to have that ability to block you off from the sun. We're not talking about the cloud. We're talking about the position we're in. Are we in the position where clouds can block us off from the sun? If we are, that's a false position. So why work any harder to try to get that on the other side? It ain't. Just see you're not there and you'll find out you're on the other side. If you wait for that to get there, every fucking cloud is gonna block you off from the sun. You're going to pay a lot of tolls. You're going to have to go through a lot of requirements. And it's never going to work. I mean, so, all right. Um, I think that's it, eh? Any questions today? Who's, oh, Anu. Anu. Hey, uh, if anybody has questions, just uh, raise your virtual hand and... Uh... Yeah, I have a question for this lady. Why are you late? No. No joke. You missed it. You see what All right. Anybody has a question? I think Boaz has a question. Please go ahead and unmute yourself. Who? Hi, Paul. It's Boaz. There we go. Oh, Boaz, I was just going to mail your shirt, but now that you asked the question, 
It's all. No, no zero for you. Too bad. You did well last week. No, no. It overpowered you once again. Wait till you hear it. Eh? I, I said, wait, wait till you hear the question or the share. Right. And right. Maybe it will change your mind. Who knows? Right. <laughs> now, okay. I don't know if it's a question. I don't know. A thought or something. It's um, if, even when you say that that ultimately I see what I'm not from what I am. It still has a taint of duality in it, isn't it? I mean, there are still two because yeah, they both get negated because you're always seeing what you're not. Mm -hmm. You're always seeing what you're not from what you are. You're seeing an activity from that which isn't an activity, let's say, or is and isn't an activity. But don't go into the, yeah, yeah, yeah. First get a sense what you're not, and then you'll lose interest in trying to get rid of the other aspect. That's how you get rid of it, yeah. Just mm -hmm. see what you're not from what you are. You're seeing it all the time, yes? Mm -hmm. We're not asking you to do anything. We're just, the emphasis just changes. Instead of having the emphasis on what you're not, trying to see what you are, you're seeing what you are, you're seeing from what you are that. You're seeing what you're not, trying to see what you are, yeah? What happens? Nothing. You don't vanquish anything. There's just a shift of interest, yeah. I mean, but in the end, ultimately, what I'm not is also what I am. I know, I know, but to see, this is, but you find that out and it means a whole lot different than knowing it, yes? So knowing it like a scholar isn't like how it is when you find it out, yes? Yeah. Not saying you're a scholar, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. There's a wanting to know, and that knowing isn't what it's like when it's found out. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a loss of interest in it. You don't care if there's two or not. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah? See, when you care about two, you're going to care about one. When you care about nothing, you get relief from both. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know how to explain it because it's more, how can you explain like tumbling down a stairs? You can't, even if you have an accompanying video. But if you want me to push you, I'm more than happy to. <laughs> then you'll feel it, yeah. But who will feel it? Yes. Yeah, I understand you, Boaz, but there's no answer up that tree. It's, it's losing interest in climbing the tree for the answer, really. That's, that, to me, is the solution. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a great relief uh, not wanting to know. 
there's a, most of the relief wasn't just relief, it was relief from a lot of stuff, like relief from the need to find relief, yeah? Relief from the, like a lady this morning, she wants to get out of the thoughts. Well, isn't that a thought? So maybe if you could see that that's a thought that wants to get out of thought, maybe there'd be a loss of interest in wanting to get out of the thoughts and you'll be out without getting out of the thoughts. Yeah. Interest and attention has so much to do with it, I feel. Yeah. So, yeah. I notice two can't get to zero. So you want one to negate the other, and then there's a loss of interest in both. Yes? Yeah. I don't think you can leapfrog from two to zero. Yeah, it's, doesn't, it's not going to work. So there's a negation. Just like in, when you use the word, the thing, who am I? It's really what you're not asking what you're not, what it is. And then therefore the meeting the two poles, they both like fugue themselves out and there you are, yeah? So there's a negation of two and then there's the zero. I don't think there's, uh, I don't think you can go from two to that. Yeah, so just like, There may be a feeling of arrival based on it having never left. It gets negated, yes? But there's still that sense there was an arrival. And then when you arrive, it gets negated, yeah? So this is the idea of seeing what you are, and that's that, because that's what we are. And then the first thing is see what you're not. When you see what you're not, you're never going to look for what you are, because you're that which saw what you're not. Yeah, so there's no bounce. By seeing what you're not, it doesn't lead to another thing. Yeah, it, it just stops it in its tracks because you are what's seeing what you're not. So yes, it's not the two poles playing. It's like the axis. It's not the seesaw trying to recognize the other part. It's the axis. Yeah, so there's, that's how I'm seeing it right now. When you say it like that, yeah, it's brought, we're using two to negate both, yes, yes, because you need, the seeing of what you are isn't going to be had or known, you are that, yeah, so the negation is of what you're not, which is an idea what you are is entertaining, that's all, yes, of course they're both, yeah, you get it? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it doesn't work if you walk up to the lion who thinks it's a sheep and say it's a lion. You can sit and chant with that person, that sheep-like lion, thousands of times. Every chant when it's done has been claimed to imply it's a sheep chanting it's a lion. Unbeknownst to the lion, the lion is, is in a, uh, almost a comatose state in the sheep ass in a way. 
And so the sheep wants to get out of the sheep by claiming it, by chanting it's a lion, but it keeps reinforcing the sheep. Yeah? Yeah. That's what, that's, to me, that's the only thing to see because you are that already. See, it doesn't produce another move. It's a checkmate and there's no move after that checkmate. Yeah, yeah, which is not of two. And it wasn't of two, there's never been two. That's the whole point. It's like if there's two Pauls and then, all right, we just, oh, which is the real Paul? Then there's a negating of the other one. I don't go, well, let's find the real Paul, it's done. The negation worked, yeah? And then Paul loses interest in finding Paul. <laughs> he loses interest in <laughs> a lot of stuff, yeah? And in that there's an openness or a joy or a contentment or a satisfaction uh, is more of us. It's not something that we found in our life. It's something that was brought in our life from of. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Uh, um, we have a question from Stuart Dawson. Could you unmute yourself, Stuart? Yeah, that's you. Uh, hi, it's actually from my friend, Paul. Um, he says this is his first, uh, uh, satsang with Paul. So when you talk about Paul, he'll know who you're talking about. Yes, Paul and Paul. Nice to meet you, Paul. Honestly, Paul, very nice to meet you. And I'm I'm wondering, honestly, though, can I not just hold on to one of those little five minute periods in the presence? <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to have to worry about is the sixth minute. Yeah. That's the danger. Gotcha. gotcha. Five will probably go well. It's the sixth that's going to be a hell to pay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that's more along the lines of um, uh, helping the action figure who thinks it needs the five minutes. Yes, yes. Again, you know, on the other platform, the not the recovery platforms, I think it's appropriate to help the non duality. I don't think it's appropriate to help. Really? I don't think that's compassion. I think you want to leave people left with their own devices so that they can see they're not their devices. Yeah. So you want to see them hanging. <laughs> I may have a little smile. I may have some certain, you know, psychopathic qualities, but you just let them dangle and things happen. Yeah. Amen. If something is like this all day and you think you're doing a compassion by putting something in it for it to grab, it just reinforces the tendency to keep grabbing. If you starve that, grabbing and then the person finally after realizes its wings their wings it can fly it's never going to find out that if it keeps getting stuff put in so it can grab because what it grabs it gives its shape and form 
Yes. So you starve it, and then the thing that you thought was something is seen as something else. And then all new possibilities show up. Maybe you're inherently okay without proving it. Yeah? Maybe that permission you've been looking for from your daddy or whoever represents whatever, yeah, has already been, you've already, it's already been passed. Yeah? You can come off that big hook because you're the last one. You know, right there. Yeah. Maybe it's okay not to want to strive to be super okay. All this stuff. Maybe, you know, yeah, you just don't, you just don't have it in you. And it becomes okay. Yeah? Not in a way that was forced, it almost sneaks up from behind. And for, in my case, as this action figure, it was almost like I was breathing a new atmosphere. And then after a few months, I came, I realized this is acceptance. I hadn't had it since my grandmother was bringing, bringing me up, yeah? There was no, I wasn't getting whipped into some meritocracy or shit. I was just fucking, hey, okay, in spite of everything, yeah, far out. The Urban Renewal Project got canceled because I saw I'm not the building, yeah? I mean, really saw it. I was let off a huge hook and I've never been caught by that hook again in that level. Yes, I'm just chilling like a free range fucking character. Yeah, I'm not, we're not shooting for the stars. I'm more into dog shit awareness. I want people to travel lighter through satsangs and everything else. Yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of the things, my great joy at these Zooms a lot is when I see someone's physical structure, their faces get changed. And it's just like a relaxation that you couldn't get from 50 time massages. And it's just, you know, that fucking something is off their back, that monkey they call me, yeah? It's off their back and you can see it in their facial structure. Yeah. They were so earnest, it was like the stick was way up the ass. And then they're like, fuck it, you know? And now they're happy when they come to the satsang, not looking to get something from the satsang. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, they've heard the good news and it's been, it's working. There you go. Yes? Yeah. Hmm. Good? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so. I was I was using that thing with the with the five minutes because it's in a subtle way it's reinforcing the idea that you can be out of the moment and if you can and you can that can be reinforced when you believe you can be in the moment once you believe you can be in and out of the moment a lot of requirements are set and a lot of mileage is added and a lot of stuff, yes? I mean, it has a field day. They used to say it in Zen, you know, uh, a blink of an eye is like 10,000 miles, yeah? You give this thing an inch, it's got a fucking metropolis. So, yes? So while I'm doing this, a lot of something is doing that. This is duality. I don't, I don't believe you're gonna see two. You're gonna see one from the other. And then you get the whole thing. You're not gonna see from zero right now. You have to see one 
of the aspect from the other aspect with the hopes of negating both. When, that's what happens when people hear the message from in the head and then they start walking around as like non-dual policemen. <laughs> and if you use a pronoun or an I or a me or a my, they're right on you. This is insanity to me. It's nothing to do with that. Yes, this is about relief, real relief, a relief that was before any distress. It's not a relief with an opposite. So it isn't like, all right, I got whacked. Now I've got my relief and I'm getting prepared for another whack. No, it's a relief from that. It's a relief from contracting, expanding, contracting. It's a relief from having so much importance in things that are volatile. If your life depends on what, what's not dependable, your head is gonna have a field day. It's just gonna be riffing on and on and on and on and on. And even if you're totally okay at that moment, it's saying you won't be in about five minutes. So you're constantly getting a little electrocution all day. And it, makes, it mimics the physiological effects of fear, but it's mental anxiety. And the only way it can do it is there's a great faith or belief in it. And that is tied with the idea that it's you or about you. If you take away that, there's a migration of interest and attention. The interest and attention will migrate from that preoccupation and will enrich your day. The same interest and attention will enrich your day instead of being used to enslave your day. What I mean, interest and attention and what's not happening. While if this is happening, you've got a mental happening, which is not happening, that's overriding this happening based on an interest and attention. There's two flaws. Your interest and attention is constantly going to the first floor. And when you go to the first floor, there's a denial of the second floor. If it goes to the second floor, there's an acceptance of the first floor. Yes? Well, you see from one, you see the other. But when you're on one floor, the mental there's a denial of any other flaws. Unless you, unless you can frame it, unless that mental state can grok it the way it can grok something, which this whole thing is in indescribable, un incomprehensible. It can't grok it. So if it seems to think it got it, it's already neutered it. It's made it something it can understand, which is truly a misunderstanding. It's that simple, yeah? Duality isn't this vast brush in this, it's the minuscule movement, yeah? It's an act and react. And then another reaction we usually don't see. Yeah, so the seeing seer, oh, that's nothing wrong with that, no. The seer is then a you, and then it's crowned an incredible seer me. Yeah, then you're in like the seventh level of up the ass of self. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting any messages. Fuck, you're just gone. Yeah, so, yeah. If this is the, this is the topic, non-duality, not two. Do you want an example of uh, high and low, you know, night and day? No, the best examples are the minuscule ones. What's happening in the head? When I heard from my mother, my father was ill and he wasn't gonna be able to play with me. How that was heard was, what did I do to cause my father not to wanna play with me? 
that's fucking pretty good. And which was more influential? All the information I was hearing from my mother and the family doctor? No, that feeling in me that had the opposite fucking echo chamber. I must have done something to cause this. Yes, this is the duality. See it. If you see the one, you'll see the other. Yes. And if you see the one and then you see the other, the negation of the other will be a clarity. Incredibly clear. Yeah. There won't even be a need to negate anything anymore. Yeah. So, yes. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I think we had a question from Al. Could you unmute yourself? Yes, I will. Alan, uh, recently part of the best talk ever. Um, Paul. The previous best talk ever. Yes, yes, uh, yes exactly. There it is. <laughs> and Paul laughingly agreed with me last Thursday. I come in late today and I hear uh, one and two and my head goes to it. Yeah, I remember base six math. Math and other bases. It's math, but it's not like any math I understand. It's like looking at math for the first time with a different perspective. And then yeah. you accidentally get, accidentally get muted and you come back with the, oh, you missed some nuggets. And oh, uh, I, I remember, I, I see instantly how I become Hold a- Hold on, person. don't these people look like they got nothing? Yeah, there you go, yeah. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Good well, close up, they're not so gorgeous, but yeah, from afar, they're very gorgeous. Zoom TV is very forgiving. Um, <laughs> yes. I become accustomed to a steady diet of misunderstandings and anything healthy or truthful doesn't taste so good. Just dumb it down for me so I can stay in my little box. You know, and I now need more of what goes down easily. And I reject anything base six. You know, I reject base six. It's, it's too much for me to, to comprehend. Let me just stay in my comfort zone, so to speak. And uh, I've been coming to that these. Everything that was said was not said by you, Al. So there you go. You're not beholden to what was just said. It wasn't you. How about that? I'm digesting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've only slicked my hair back and changed my glasses. I haven't transformed on screen, but I bring the presentation of perhaps transforming. Yes. You are you are you are the imagined transformation right now. But what was always here has not transformed. No. So no, yes, no. you have you've already you're prior to transformation. Yeah. That a judge transform something that was transformed already. It didn't work the first time. It won't work the second time. <laughs> I'm enjoying, but I I love the creme brulee. I remember the creme brulee example, uh, and then I find flan, you know, because I resigned myself, and I'm yeah. never going to find that first creme brulee again. So let me oh, try yeah. some flan. Flan is some definitely a, How about flan a drop down from creme brulee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. You're welcome, Al. Anyone else? What, let's not stay too long today. I don't want Joyce to get overheated. She hasn't been here for a while. Yeah, just too much. Too much, nothing. 
Gary has a question, I think. Gary? Yeah. Hi, Paul. Wow, hold on one second. Check out Michael. Michael uh, from Australia. You look like uh, Merciless Ming. Remember the Flash Gordon? <laughs> He's got an incredible... Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yes. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Paul? Yeah, oh, good to see you. My toupee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead, uh, Gary. I had to take a little. Sure, that's fine. Um, are you, yeah, Paul. I, I I got a question about um, uh, the other day. I was feeling like a little out of sorts. And so I found myself saying one of your things, which is ask, who is it that's feeling like they need something? Only it was like taking it to be like the serenity prayer. You know how sometimes in recovery they say, well, have a hard day, just repeat the serenity prayer. So I, I was just noticing that, you know, it was like skillful means to say, who is it that needs to have things different than they are and you know it kind of works it kind of works so you know it's useful but i noticed it's not like you know it's just like a handy tool but you can turn even the great things that paul hederman says into you know copies that don't quite you know, they kind of work, but they kind of don't work because they're just copies. Does that make sense? Yeah, but that that didn't come from me. That was from Ramana of yeah. the self-inquiry because it gives you a sense of lightness, obviously. And it also, it pauses that little mental train, the choo-choo-chooey. So, all right, I'm worried about next week. Instead of delving into what's there to worry about next week, you just ask who is it that's worrying about next week? Because if it's Mary and not you, and your name's Paul, you you don't give a shit about next week, do you really? It's only because it's you that you're worried about next week. So you take the emphasis because there's been that shift of meaning from the imaginary you to next week, and then everyone. All the, the, the hunting dogs go there and then they chase that. And then you've missed the real point. The point is what's before that. It has nothing to do with worrying about next week. It's just another reflection of you. It's almost like everything that's being claimed by the head is used as a mirror, so to speak. So the worrying about next week has no real meaning except that it's about you. That's its main reinforcement. Because you wonder sometimes, why do I dwell on absurd shit? It's you get it's producing a good reflection. The head looks and sees you, reinforces it. So let's all think about: Is it good to worry about next week? Well, in certain situations, you know, it goes on and on, and people will be a master of professor of next week thinking or not, and then the the, the horses are out of the barn. So he was goes the other way and just ask who is it? 
take the emphasis on who's next week and who's 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 worried and then you don't see anyone there and then you lose interest the next week there you go that's not a phenomenon it's a principle the principle is there's an adding on weight somewhere somehow your life is being given weight yes i'm not saying if it's valid or not but there's a lot of meaning being given to life we're having a subjective experience they're basically meaning everything is inherently empty and we're giving it meaning so we're getting slapped by the own old the the the, old, the meaning that we've given it it comes and slaps us in the face with the meaning that's come from here yes that wouldn't that be wise to know <laughs> wouldn't you like to see what's going on instead of being at the effect of it all day yeah. Would I do, do I want to become a master of skillful means? I want to outgrow skillful means. I don't want to have to manage a condition. I want it to be influenced by an inherent condition. Yeah. So let the inherent condition being the biggest influence to, to the other conditions. I don't want to have another condition that manages other conditions. I want something else to affect it because it stabilizes and it's always available at all times. And it's, there's not even an on off switch. I don't have to remember to plug it in. I don't have to take those five minutes to remind myself. It's always available at all times. I don't have to even bring it up. I don't have to call it up. I don't have to click it. I don't have to do shit. Yeah. And over years of living through what life had in store for an action figure such as this, I've come to a very simple understanding that this works. Yeah. I lose interest in that which is worthy to be lost interest in. And then there's a lot of interest in that which is interesting, which is that awakeness. Yeah. And I let that awakeness direct the interest instead of the mental state. I know what I'm going to get from the mental state. I'm going to get more advertising, more fucking promises, more rationalizations, more excuses, more blame. Yeah, because it doesn't deliver the goods. Yeah, it promises something it can't deliver. It's agitated and it promotes agitation. It's agitated about peace. It's agitated about tranquility. It's agitated about enlightenment. People have heard enlightenment and it's probably been one of the worst things they ever heard. Now they're driving themselves crazy seeing if they're enlightened or not. Yeah. Or awakening a beautiful, simple thing of an obvious fact. We're all inherently awake in certain venues. It's driving people fucking crazy. They would have been better off never hearing that word. Now, isn't that a shame? Because the, the word was given a meaning and that given them and was injected with agitation qualities, which it doesn't have in and of itself. Enlightened means cessation of all suffering. Yet the mental state uses that word to induce suffering. Don't you think that's insane? It's a... It's yeah. So see the activity called selfing, see it. 
And you tell me if there's anything behind it or after it. There isn't. It's just implying. It's like there was an old thing in Zen about the finger pointing at the moon. In this case, it's just fingers pointing. There's not even a moon. <laughs> it's just fingers pointing. And like a lap dog, we just, we just step into attention, start in time, and forget all the timelessness. And then bitching about everything and trying to get into higher levels, which the whole cognitive dissonance isn't going to let any higher level stay higher. It's going to suck it down. You're going to lose it. I've met people who believe they acquired awakening and lost it. So they felt really incredibly great because they did it and then it was undone and they blamed themselves. And now they're super fucking bummed out, turned into alcoholics, fucking kill themselves. Fucking took on the robes of being a Zen monk and shit, had fucking blow their brains out. Shit. Yes. All of them. What if you see it, but you just can't help it? Because there's decades and a lifetime of conditioning and you're wired a certain way. And well, maybe. Well, why is it? Well, seeing it doesn't have any opinion about helping it or not at first. So you're not really seeing it. No, seeing it is just plain seeing. There's not like, well, this should be better or this should stop or this should do this. It's just first there's an acceptance of seeing. Yeah. And then it's the head. And listen, if it severely needed to be changed, like the authorities did a good job with me. <laughs> they took me off the streets and put me in places. <laughs> and the action figure learned. <laughs> it did. The other stuff, I think a lot of it's arbitrary, really. You know what I mean? It's only important in Joyce's world. A lot of people accept Joyce. They're not looking at, let me see her resume. A defect of character. No, 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 no. 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 It's just fucking crazy. We're pouring over each other all day. Most people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Come to peace. You can't. That's the coming to peace. Joyce, if you get what you think is necessary to be okay, it's gonna add more shit. Yeah, because it's gonna really, it wants to disqualify you here by a mythical there. And then the there is said to be everything that's going to be, that's, it's gonna give you everything that here isn't. And when you arrive at that there, it's another here. And then you're off on another there. It's a, it's like a, it's slavery, really. Yeah? Yeah. I do shit. I make amends. Yeah. Simple as that. If I cross step on my girlfriend's toes or she points out something, I notice it. Hey, you know, the action figure is just stumbling and bumbling through this. Yeah. It's the action <laughs> You know, it makes a lot of mistakes a lot of the time. But I'll tell you, what puts, what throws it into a house of mirrors is this obsessive quality of the mental magnifying glass. Yeah? 
that whatever comes under it is, is going to, when I was a kid, you know, I was playing with those bugs and I wanted to see the bug a little better, like the, the colors of it. So I got a magnifying glass from my mother's, you know, inside, brought it out. I didn't, had no idea that the earth and the sun moves. So I was looking at it. The sun got behind me and was coming right through the magnifying glass and it fucking killed the bug while I was looking at it. Yeah. This is what the mental obsession is like. It's a, the, the life is not, the light isn't diffused and panoramic, it's myopic. It's flipping people out. There's way too much attention going to <laughs> you as a mental object. Yeah. That's a good one, I never heard that one before. Yeah, so this is about a loss of interest. See, self-centeredness is myopic view, yes or no? If self-centeredness, you see everything as it pertains to you, which is pretty much the case, that's a myopic view. Yeah. So this myopic view doesn't, is it, doesn't accept or even lend it as a possibility the other aperture of a panoramic view. The myopic view is like a jealous view. It doesn't like to have any other views possible. Yeah. But the panoramic view completely accepts the, the, the myopic view. Yeah. So the, the panoramic view is loss of interest in self. Obsession with self is the myopic view. It's just that simple. So instead of this way gets myopic, this gets panoramic. This can't get like this. This, yeah, can't get like this. This sees this. I'm not this. Yeah, and then the, you see the myopic and it actually becomes a lot of comedy because it's, you can never, you'll never be disappointed about the absurdity of your self-centered view. That's mind-boggling, it is. It just, it just can't learn. It just cannot fucking learn. It has a learning curve, but it's very short. But then the, the, the panoramic view allows some fucking mercy and compassion and okayness where you're not going to get when it's playing God, you're not going to get that from the myopic view. You're just not. You're going to be whipped. Yes? And you'll forgive everyone else, but you'll be on your little cross. Right. Yeah, what a fucking insane thing. So, yeah, this message isn't about We've warned you, I've warned you. Everything I've been shown, I've shown you in, in satsangs. I have everything. I've shared everything about the reverse engineering. Selfing, the idea of time and space, the movement of claiming. They don't, this magic trick can only happen in time. There's no other way it would, it would pass any fucking you know, smell test, yeah? and the, the incessant reinforcement and the idea of duality, which is rooted right in this idea of dualism, which you believe the subjectivity of life is done by an object. You don't, the head does. The mental state believes you as this is what's conscious. That you are conscious. You, Paul, this thing here is conscious. It's the one that's seeing. It isn't. It's not true. Yeah. It takes precedence. 
And the rest of the narrative keeps that precedence and reinforces it, insinuates it, authenticates it, defends it against any other possibilities. It's a very jealous God, yeah? So there you are. You usually end up being alone and being right about it. There's, you get the booby prize, yeah? So I don't know. Have at it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I don't give a shit, really. Because inevitably, nothing came to pass. All this huffing and puffing is going to end. You're going to pass away. And it's be like nothing ever happened. Are you, you think you're going to be there to remember your life? You're going to be dead. It's over. That little voice box isn't, is not, it's connected to this action figure. It's not flying around. It's here. When this dies, it goes out. Let me tell you, it'll be cut in mid-sentence. You really fuck. It'll be cut in mid-sentence. And there'll be like nothing ever happened. Do you remember being anyone else? Sometimes you do when you're 20 and you go, you know, something. But when you're, did you come in here with the stench of Paul? You know, maybe my name was Tobias. The stench of Tobias. No, it was it's like an etching. It just gets all the shit gets shit and then it goes on again. <laughs> you, know, you huff and puff and you try to make things incredibly serious over and over again. And really much ado about nothing. Literally. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Really. When push comes to shove, you came in naked, you're leaving naked. You didn't come with anything, you're not going with anything. And I believe when you go, there's no, there's no evidence you were ever here. <laughs> I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, I died a few times and I came back and I came back with some stuff. And one of them was, this has nothing to do with, the cloud world has nothing to do with the sky. The sky is allowing it to appear, but it's not very interested or busy with the cloud world. <laughs> it's just holding the space for all the clouds to come and go, yeah, unperturbed, knowing it's sky. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I want to get a coffee now. Yeah. Hey, we're going to end, I think. Okay. Yes. Sounds good, Paul. There's no other. Well, let me say hello to everyone and uh, thank you for being here today too. And if you want to join us, uh, there is an admission spending time in my company after this. No, no. We'll go to coffee if you like. All right. We've got uh, Anu. Nice to see you, Anu. You did a great job. Yes. Hey, Stuart, nice to meet you with Dawson. Hey, I, oh, yeah, wow. I, I came to a, a set a couple of days, sat in uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, but I mainly uh, listen to and see recordings. And uh, so I uh, brought my friend Paul, and I'm glad we could sit. It was very, very good. Thank oh, you. thank you. Nice to see you and nice to see Paul. God yeah. bless. God bless you too, Paul. It's as if I'm, I'm, I'm praying for, for myself when I pray for you. I ran into another Paul H. last week. It's getting sort of weird. Yeah. I was able to ask Paul H. a question. Do you know about Paul? It's terrible. I know. It's getting worse. And we've got Wayne. Wayne D. Nice to see you, Wayne. Yeah. 
When I went for, to my first job as a spiritual teacher, I wish I looked like you. I would have gotten the job. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have any of this. Yeah. <laughs> would have made life easier. All right, so say we have Teresa and Miles. Nice to see you, Miles and Teresa. This is satsang number two. Very good, very good. I'm happy, thank you. I'm, it made my whole day now that I went to Sebastopol to see you. Johannes, nice to see you, bro. Zoe, always a pleasure. Uh, we got uh, Conan, is that it? Oh, Connor, there's Connor. I didn't see the cabinet behind you. You, you got a different look. Yeah, cool. All right, we got Michael. They're all leaving now. They're all happy. There they go. <laughs> Everyone leaves just before we pass the baskets. I like that. I like that move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johannes, nice to see you. Zoe, as always. Zoe, yeah, you must have a seat assignment to be in Arkansas. Yeah, you must must be a lot of work to be done. Good on you. Yeah, we got Al from Vegas. We got Gary. Nice to see you, Gary. Brahmi. That doesn't look like India, Brahmi. Oh. Not yet. I don't leave for another 10 days or so. Oh, great. Nice to see you, hon. Good to see you. Yep. Uh, we've got Boaz. Boaz, your, your shirt is dangling as a possibility. We got Tej. Nice to see Tej. We got William. Nice to see you, William. Let's all breathe and not take ourselves too seriously. Yes, Sherry, nice to see you, Sherry. We got Ben's, Ben, Ben Clark, is looked like his uh, life situation is upgraded. There he goes. <laughs> David L, David Lowe. Chris, nice to see you, Chris. Yep. Nice to see you, Paul. All right, Stuart, as always, hats off to you, Tariq. My friend from Dover, New Jersey. Yep. We got Melinda from New Mexico. Nice to see you, Melinda. Is this your first time here? I was listening last week also. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Great. Well, well nice to see you again. Yeah. We, got, uh, we got Matt J. There he is. Nice to see you, Matt. Hi, folks. Jonathan. Again, Stefan on having never left. Yep. Uh, let's see, we have some more folks. We've got Kate, Kate P. Nice to see you, Kate. Tim, we got Jeffrey in Seattle. We got Kelly, she's doing some painting. There she is. Roman, Kathleen. Uh, Elvan, oh, it's nice to see Elvan. How are you? Good. Kenneth, Michael, Jimmy R. Always has a nice thing on his page. Leanne, uh, I think that's it. Hey, listen, 
thank you so much for uh, you know participating on this platform. See you soon. And Send Bitch Slap event page has all the things that are going on. See you later. Bye bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye, Paul. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul.